AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. My guest tonight is legendary tennis champion and entrepreneur, Serena Williams. She's here to talk about her venture fund and being an executive producer of the hit film, King Richard. Serena Williams, welcome to The Daily Show. Thank you for having me. It's truly an honor to have you here, especially at a, at a moment like this in life, you know, because it's not every day that I or anybody gets to talk to one of the greatest of all time in any aspect, you know, um, you've, you've conquered the tennis court, but now it seems like Serena's gonna be conquering the business world in a really meaningful way. Serena Ventures, congratulations. The last I heard, you, you raised, is it 111 million for, for the venture capital firm? Yes, yes, we did. And, you know, I realized, uh, I've actually been investing for about nine years, and then I realized that, you know, the venture capital ecosystem really needs uh, more inclusive people, really. Um, when I learned that less than 2% at the time of women got funding from all VC money, I just, honestly, I didn't believe that stat. And so I thought it was necessary for me to enter in, in a legit way. And so I just kept building Serena Ventures for years. And, and now here we are, we're raising our first fund at 111 million. It's, it's a really powerful place to begin a journey because, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, on the ground, I mean, myself included, many years ago, I didn't know what venture capital was. I didn't understand the importance of venture capital. I didn't understand that, like, that becomes the seed that essentially grows the tree that is the biggest companies that we see on every stock exchange, you know? And so if you can get people in on the ground there, you can change their lives forever. Why did you decide to jump into a world that, I mean, does not play nice, isn't like the, the, the friendliest environment, especially to women and then especially to women of color? Yeah, so for me, um, it was really important just, just that. Like, it's on the ground floor where you want more diversity and where you want more people involved. And that's where if you're looking to create, you know, wealth or however you want to look at it, that's where it starts, you know, and it's no better way to start there. Also, I love technology. I have a natural love and just thing that I just love about technology. And I've always wanted to invest in these companies and always wanted to just kind of be a part of it, which hence my journey that started so long ago um, into, into venture. And then eventually when you invest in early stage, so we do early stage investing. And when you do that, you're really able to not only help um, how a company 
thinks and how a company performs, but also the first hires of a company. Um, so those first five, the first 10 are so key. But if you really help a company shape how they hire, then it has a, a better chance to succeed, but it also has a better chance to um, think of in inviting everyone to the table. One of the craziest things I saw, um, I mean, everyone saw it, you responded to on Twitter, was the New York Times posting about, you know, like they, they, they had an article about your, your venture capital firm and the money and everything, but then they used your sister's picture. What you said was really powerful, but I wondered from your point of view, like what was the, what was the emotion behind it? Like w were you hurt? Were you disappointed? Were you angry? <laughs> well, honestly, um, me playing tennis in a sport that has been predominantly, you know, white, especially when I first started, you can't allow yourself to get too upset about those things and, and emotionally take that home, especially if you're a mom or you have a family. It's, it's definitely not something you want to be involved in. You def definitely have to just, you know, just understand, say something about it like I did and let it go. For me, it was really just about letting people know that there's still that's this is why I started this fund, you know, because there's still space that needs to happen. There are things yeah. that need to happen that we need mm -hmm. to grow upon, and so that was really important for me. I couldn't help feeling from your response that like that was a little bit of you know your mom and dad coming through. Now I haven't met them, but I'm one of the millions of people who watched the movie, and I feel like I've met your that family was a great because. Segue. It, it's true, though. It's, it, it's, it, that's how I felt. But thank you for that. Um, it, it's, it, it felt like, you know, the Williams family has this tenacious attitude. The Williams family goes like, hey, we're going to address BS when we see it, but we're not going to let it derail us from what we do. And is it weird to see Will Smith as your dad? You know, it was. It definitely was. I've gotten so used to it now that <laughs> now when I see you, I'm like, hey, dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the beginning, it was definitely weird because it just was just weird. But he did such a great job of just um, becoming Richard Williams to a point where it was it was actually like I was looking at my dad or really remembering those moments when um, when we were together and when we were younger. And um it, it, it's really amazing how he, everything that he did in that film. It does feel like King Richard was just the origin story for, you know, a burgeoning world. Like, you know, the sequels, the sequels. Because when the movie ends, and I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it, all I want to do is see your movie now. I want to see your sister's movie. I want to see your family. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What, what do you mean this is it? I want to, wait, I, I couldn't believe it was over. Yeah. I thought it was just getting started. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that journey's a really special one. I, I would love to know, how your family managed to keep the love between and your sister so intense, even when there were so many moments for the two of you to have resentment towards each other, because you don't, you, you love mm -hmm. each other, you support each other, and yet you compete against each other. Mm. And that's really important because again, like when you asked me about the New York Times piece, it was like, well, we can't allow that to affect our lives. And we grew up and we still are extremely spiritual people and um, really have a great grind, great base of faith. And we know that we have so much more to look forward to. And then we also know that at the end of the day, like tennis lasts, you know, 10 years, 20 years or whatever, but family lasts forever. Right. And even when I'm playing my sister, I always think, okay, this is just for this moment. This is just for this day. And even if, you know, we're emotional about it for a couple of days later, like she's always going to be my flesh and blood and nothing else is going to ever come in between that. And so it was, it's really important for, um, us to kind of feel that and just why so much just kind of roll off our shoulders and we just kind of just, just go with it. 
Um, I have a few personal While questions. While making a statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a few personal questions, just as a fan from my side. So, number one, who, so who's responsible for your backhand? We didn't really get the answer in the movie. I mean, your mom claims the credit, your dad wants to claim the credit. Who made oh. the Serena backhand? Um, it was definitely a combination of both, but I spent a lot of time on the court with my mom growing up um, when I was in that age. But when I got a little older, it was just, I was spending more time with my dad. So it's definitely a mix. Okay, and then with regards to your daughter, she has two parents who come from extremely different worlds. I mean, the worlds are merging now, funny enough, but you know, you've got the tech dad and then you've got like the superstar sports mom. What's the thing that she sort of gravitates towards more? If you put like a computer in front of her or a tennis racket, what's the first thing she'd grab? Well, probably the computer because it has, you know, all her little TV shows on it and, <laughs> you know, the movies. <laughs> so definitely that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm a fan of tennis and I definitely root for her to play, but also I'm like, you know, it could be a lot of pressure. So definitely looking at her playing different sports and, you know, we haven't quite decided. And it's so, it's so interesting now how parents, I could say, I think, think of it. Cause it's like, you know, my parents had a whole plan and we're just like, well, you know, we'll see if she wants to do this. So it's a completely different thing. And, um, yeah, that's just, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. My dad, and my mom were really amazing. And personally, I don't know if I could have done it. I think, you, I think you can do it because you're a product of theirs. I think you're doing it already. Serena Williams, thank you for joining me on the show. Congratulations thank on you. everything you've done. Venture capital, conquering the court. Um, congrats to your family and thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is an Academy Award-nominated actor, producer, and musician. He goes by the name Will Smith, and he's here to talk about his new film, King Richard, and his highly anticipated memoir. Will Smith, <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh, good to, good to be here, man. I appreciate you. Do you enjoy watching that? Oh, my goodness. It's like Richard Williams, man. You know, he is such a unique um, and, and powerful man. He is, he is uh, so many different things. And right. you, you love him or hate him, you know, but his, his daughters and, and his family just... They, they revere this man. And that, you know, that was the thing that was so interesting to me because he's been vilified and villainized mm -hmm. publicly, mm -hmm. but the love in his family is spectacular. 
there is something to playing somebody in a way that doesn't provide a caricature of them, mm -hmm. but shows you their character. Yes. And that's yes. what I really enjoyed about this film is, you know, we, we often hear about dads who are like, you know, ultra competitive. They want uh, their kids yeah. to succeed at all costs. Or whatever. But I, I, I know before I watched the movie, I didn't know the full extent of Richard Williams. I knew Venus and Serena. I was like, I know their dad, but I was like, oh, he's one of those dads. Yeah. But he wasn't he one of those really dads. He is not. No, he was a dad who was trying to create excellence, but he did it in a unique way. He did it in a very unique way. And it was so, so different from what I expected uh, him to be as I, you know, I have hundreds of hours of uh, film and, oh, and audio wow, on him. Wow, so wow. I was able to track him over, you know, almost two decades uh -huh. of interviews and things like that. And his book and his entire family was involved with, with the process. And I asked Vina, I was, Venus, I was like, what did, what did he do? And she said it was almost like a Jedi mind trick, right? Because he never pushed them to play tennis. When they were in trouble, their punishment was that they couldn't play tennis. Right. And they would be itching and scratching and clawing, please, daddy, let us play, please, let's practice. And he had figured out a way that, you know, tennis was fourth or fifth on the list uh -huh. of their family priorities. They wow. were using tennis to cultivate family and to, to cultivate, um, you know, human beings to go into the world and, and serve. We've seen you play real people in films. Yeah. You know, we've watched you on these journeys, you know, you know whether it's Ali, whether it's Pursuit of Happiness, you know, mm -hmm. we, we see you in, inhibit people's lives. Yeah. We see you inhibit who they are. And I wonder how much of them now sticks with you. Do you feel like you're part of the family now? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's uh, you know, Ser Serena walked on onto the set, you know, and I was full in character and she was like, Dad, you know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's, you know, when you when you do these types of things that are about people's lives, yes. and it it wipes away every other desire other than wanting to please the family. If you make oh, a movie about okay. somebody's life and they don't like it, it is horrific. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, no, it hasn't. Well, you, you know, I mean, <laughs> oh, you're saying theoretically. I'm you're saying, like, you know, theoretically, theoretically, for these other actors, hypothetically, if you mess right, it up, yeah. if you mess it up, it's bad for you. I'm Will Smith. I mean. <laughs> no, but I felt like, uh, you know, I felt like that every time I, right, I right. go you into You feel the this, weight. You feel the weight mm -hmm. of it. It's like somebody's life, and you're going to, you know, commit it to screen. And uh, Venus and Serena, they agreed to be executive producers and they were with the project all the way through, but they were withholding whether or not they were gonna put their name on the film until after they saw wow. it. Wow. You know. That's pressure. Yeah, that was a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's you know? pressure. I feel like this story was amplified by your experience with your father. And I say that oh, for sure. having read your book now. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? Congratulations, by the thank way. You, thank you, Congratulations. Thank um, you. Many people, can live a, a, a really fantastic life. Many people can write a great book. There are a few people who I think can translate a fantastic life into a fantastic book. I think that's what you've done oh, here. Oh, thank you, man. For real. I love because that. it's 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 raw, it's it's confusing to many because you say it in the book. Mm -hmm. Will Smith consists of two people. Yeah. The Will Smith that we all know and love, mm -hmm. and then the Will Smith that that character was created to 
protect. Protect, absolutely. Right. And yet, what I find is people are reading ex excerpts from the book and they're like, Will Smith wanted to kill his father? <laughs> Will Smith, Will Smith and Jada wanted to break up? Will Smith, he felt his kids were disappointed in him? And I'm like, are you reading the book? Are you, so let, let's, let's start at the beginning. You know what it's like to be raised by a father who is not perfect, mm -hmm. but also pushes you towards perfection. When you, were, when you were portraying Richard Williams, mm -hmm. were there aspects of you that were maybe even understanding your dad more? Yeah. Was there compassion that was building that goes with that, that disappointment that you sometimes felt in him? You know, I was working on the memoir while I was doing King Richard. Oh, and I know that, okay. The, you know, so the picture of myself and my father and Richard Williams was all blending into, you know, a process of growth and evolution and mm -hmm, revelation. Mm -hmm. um, and a big part of being able to understand Richard Williams was in my understanding of my father, you know, that, you know, post World War II generation black man, yes. you know, that knows how to do everything with their hands, you know, they got the toolbox and they can fix the fix You're the building that wall. Yeah, right. You're building exactly. that wall. You know, that was the thing with 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 my father. He wanted us to be able to do things with with our hands. Yes. Richard Williams was very uh, similar in that way. Um, and then the process for me of questioning my own parenting and developing and growing with my own parenting. Huh. What what I learned and grew into, which was a, a transformation for me with Richard Williams is Richard Williams was aligned with what his daughters wanted to do. He was following them where they wanted to go and he was pushing them where they already wanted to go. And that was a very subtle but very critical difference that I was able to you know, make that adjustment in, in my parenting. The book, Will, mm -hmm. I would say is one of the most anticipated and yet unexpected memoirs that, mm -hmm. has, that has ever come out. Because mm -hmm. for so long, you've been an enigma, yeah. you know? Wait, hey, man, you can't say that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? You, you, you been... an enigma too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for real, you've been, you've been the guy who's like, like it's, it's Will Smith, but it's like, mm. we see you in the black suit, we see you flashing yeah. your eyes, you know, we see you running down that, you yeah. down that bridge with the shirt open, you, you in running. In slow-mo, in slow-mo I mean, too, with the, the shirt with the and cape the thing, that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we, we know that Will Smith, yeah. and then we see you at the premiere, and it's you and Jada, you yeah, know, and it's, yeah. like, it's the kids and it's everything. It feels like there's been a, like a, literally a, you know, AD and BC period in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's, there's before Will reveals himself mm -hmm. and there's everything we're living in now. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the book feels like that. You know, it, it feels like you've gone, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you behind the scenes. I'll take you behind the scenes, which right. Which we've done Absolutely. in movies, yes. we've never done with your life. Yeah. A big part of my motivation was I felt like I have um, experienced enough and reflected enough and you know, suffered enough that my advice could be valuable. Okay, okay. Right, you know, so the, the, the things that I now understand were, you know, cultivated in, in the battlefield. Right, you know, right, survival. Yeah, yeah survival, yeah. When, I, you know, when, it, when, when I'm talking about something, I'm not talking about theory, I'm talking about tested right. um, experience. So I, I feel like, and, and, and not that who I was wasn't true. It's what, you know, that it, that is true. It's just not the whole story. Yeah. And so for me, I just wanted to take the filter off 
for, I guess, two reasons. Uh, one, I thought it it's more helpful, right. you know, for somebody who wants to uh, build their life, for somebody who wants to follow um, and do some of the things that, that I've done. It's more helpful if I tell you the truth. Right. I like that. OK. You know, and then the other part of it is. I, I get to be more free. It's like a, a whole weight is lifted that I don't have to be perfect, that I'm allowed to be imperfect. I'm allowed to put on 30 pounds during the pandemic. <laughs> you know, I'm allowed to do all of that. Um, and, you know, there there's a certain. Um, emotional invincibility mm -hmm. that is being cultivated that I, I just love. I love not being swayed by people's opinions. When you talk in the book, I, I love that you've been careful to tell your stories. I know this from writing my book. Yes. I made sure I was like, I talked to my mom. I was like, hey, are you cool are with you? me writing yes, this? And absolutely. I was like, these are my stories or the stories that you can find in the press. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody else's absolutely. story in that way which is really you, hard. Yeah, you, you've been really good with that, yes. respecting Jada in this. Yes, absolutely. And, and Jada's got red table talk, and then you've got, do you guys ever like fight about it that way? Do you ever go like, hey, you can't say that there, or you, how can you say that there? Or do you ever feel like you have to negotiate where the boundary exists? So what I did was a, uh, a two-week book camp right before I finished the book. So I had written it, and I called everybody I talk about in the book and brought them down to Miami. And for two weeks, I read everybody, every word that I said about them. And it was a, an extremely powerful uh, therapy session going through this stuff. Wow. My mother and I had never talked about my, my father's abuse. Wow. And it was the first time- You guys had never talked. We had never talked about it. We had never, n not one time and I'm, I'm so, 50, I was 52 at the this time. This is wild, Will. And I read her the chapter, and that was the first time that we ever, we ever discussed it. And she said, go ahead. And she, yeah, she was, you know, first of all, she was shocked. She couldn't believe that my young mind had processed it oh, in, wow. in, in that way. But it was so cathartic and reading everything. And, you know, I, I, I got through a couple of chapters with, with Jada, and, you know, she... She said, I want you to tell your story. I don't want to dilute what your experience mm -hmm. was. She said, I would, you know, of course, I was having a completely different right, right, right. experience. But she said, I want you to be free to, to tell your story. This relates to like everything that the media consumes. There's, yep. there's an element of like, um, it's almost like a piranha fish syndrome that yep. happens online. You know, mm -hmm. once there's blood in the water, they want to they keep <laughs> yeah. nibbling at a thing until they know it to exactly. the bone. Sometimes it'll feel like people are trying to make it like, oh, Jada's coming for Will. You see what she said about right. Will? They take her words out of context. Yeah, 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 they write yeah, headlines yeah. that don't match what the people are saying. Absolutely. I get angry because I watch it and then I'm like, that's not what you said. You, 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 you know what I mean? As, as a couple, you have to protect yourselves because you are a couple. Any, any family unit does. Right. But, but is there a part of you that goes like, you know what, we're going to shut this down. We're not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. or, or have you taken a different approach? Do you go like, no, this is what we're doing and how we're going to do it? So there, there's, there's nothing to really protect ourselves from. Mm. Right? It's like... The malice. The, 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 the malice. None of that you don't... So that, that only speaks to other people's level of consciousness and a 
lack of loving kindness on their part that doesn't say anything okay. about us, right? So our job as a couple mm -hmm. and our job as individuals is to purify our hearts as much as we possibly can to never do that to other human beings, I to not you. add to the chaos and to not add to the darkness and to figure out as much as possible to only add uh, love and hopefully understanding to the pot. I embrace it as a part of my job in this world to provide whatever medicine, whatever elixir, uh, I possibly can, and not even thinking about that person as somehow beneath me. No, I could, you'll see in these pages, I got just, some purifying to do myself. All right, before I let you go, yeah. this is a book. Yes, that's a, a book. book. A book means a movie's coming. Ooh. I mean, that's how it works. That's how it works. You make a good book, Since people want to make a movie. Since when? Hold on, you're making up things now. That's how it always, it's always worked. That means somebody <laughs> has to play Will in the movie. Yes. Who's playing Will? If you're willing to get a fade, it's you. Don't tempt me, Will Smith. If you're willing to cut it into a Yo, fade, your Will, hair is pretty right now. I've already got some of the ears. <laughs> you can't see it behind the fro. This man's playing with my emotions here, man. This man's playing. Thank you so much for joining me. Appreciate you, man. As Good always. to see you again. Thank you. Always, right. man. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.